everyone, this is your girl Adima, and you're listening to my personal thought dialogue as I set off on my way to confidence. In this episode, I have a conversation with my friend and an intelligent young woman, Delphina. Her young adult life begins in Zimbabwe, where she goes to high school, and years later she finds herself in Italy. Her story shows how words can lead to insecurities and self-deprecation, insecurities that did not previously exist. Sometimes words cut deep, much deeper than a knife, and the process of healing takes time. Hi everyone, welcome to On My Way to Confidence. I'm interviewing Dorita Delfina. What's your last name? Carlotta. Carlotta. Oh, that, that was your last name? That's my middle name. Like, my last name would be Kitengo, actually. Oh, Kitengo, Kitengo. Well, can you introduce okay. yourself to the audience, let them know who you are? Okay, uh, my name is Delfina Carlotta, as I've already said. I don't know why I never mentioned the last name. <laughs> I was like, what's your last name? You're like, Carlotta. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Carlotta. Uh, that's my mom's name, actually. But yeah, uh, my name is Delfina Carlotta. If you want to know the last name, Kitembo. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a medical student. Yeah. And um, yeah, fourth, uh, fifth year medical student. Almost done. I'm so happy. Yeah. And wow. I'm 24. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me on this um, podcast adventure. And of course, and yeah, today um, the topic is, you know, words caught deep. And I know we've had some conversations in the past, especially during quarantine about this um, subject. But I wanted you to, you know, talk a little bit about your upbringing and your high school, because you told me some interesting story about how they trained you guys and like the principles that they instilled in the young men and women that the school in the school you went to yeah so basically I went to a school in Zimbabwe which uh was I feel a very good school Mm -hmm. because it trained us really well in terms of like um being good leaders and being people that um just being whole whole rounded is that even a word yeah well-rounded or whatever well-rounded yeah (laughs) so um what we did every year was basically we always had like different co-curricular activities of course but besides that they always took time out for us to go camping and uh, to just bond with our mates Mm -hmm. so the first year of high school I remember would go camping and just bond get to know everyone um when we changed streams as well because from the third year of high school they start streaming you guys and uh, they would also get us to go to camp and have so many activities that was so I like very eye-opening yeah uh and then the last year you had um a leadership camp which was just teaching you guys to be leaders because they just believe that at the end of the day everyone was a leader one way or the other mm-hmm. either in your own life or someday you're going to be a leader so that was really something that was instilled in us and um I don't know like when kids start high school they're such bullies and stuff but 
but by the time we were done, there was so much that was learned. And um, I remember I gave my life to Christ through yeah. camp. So I'm really grateful for those camps. And I'm grateful for my high school. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really awesome. I was telling you like, wow, I wish like education everywhere was like that because especially yeah. with, you know, the bullying thing, it's kind of common to hear about that in high school, regardless of actually where you go to school, whether it's mm. in Africa or in uh, North America. And I've also heard stories in Europe as well. So, but I mean, how do you think, I mean, after that experience, after high school, would you say that you were pretty confident after that? I mean, what, what was your um, personal emotion high school was like the best part of my life because I think uh I really besides not having worries which is yeah yeah I I know I really just enjoyed the fact that um yeah I could really just be myself I found it very hard once I left high school and came to Italy Mm. um not having that structure that taught me that okay you are amazing just the way you are and stuff like that I just didn't have that structure anymore and that was a bit hard because to some extent I got swayed um but in high school honestly I don't think I went through my high school thinking like oh I'm fat or oh I'm too skinny my hair doesn't matter I just grew up a very carefree child yeah enjoying my house and my friends as well from high school were all just very carefree very like you know open because that's something that I feel since uh, since we're in high school, and even if you went to a proper primary school, I I went to a public one, just basic like everyone else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it just taught you to you know just be um, wholesome and just confident in yourself. So yeah, I think when I left, I felt good, and then I came to Italy, and then my life just kind of. <laughs> Change dramatically. Yeah. But there's something like interesting that I that you said that I want to point out. Like, I mean, insecurities were sort of trained or gained like based on the environment you were in. Because in Mm -hmm. high school, it's like you said you were carefree, which we often hear the opposite way, where you know you grew up with a lot of insecurities and eventually you have to work against them. But here it's like you grew up with no insecurities, or at least you didn't weren't conscious of anything. then you move on to a different phase of life and all of a sudden things that you didn't even know was a problem or that a concern all of a sudden became a concern to others around you and they seem to point that out like you want to talk about some of your relationships when you first came to Italy that sort of put you in that position where you now had these insecurities that you didn't have before uh so basically my first relationship I had it at a very like I was older yeah well yeah kind of like adult already and um it, it was an interracial relationship yeah so um I basically just got into this relationship very naive didn't know what was going on like just plunged into it and then everything was good Mm-hmm. for about a year and a half almost two years and then what happened was all of a sudden things just ended and mm. when things ended it was more like um I'm breaking up with you because not not because of like maybe what you do or something but because of who you are wow. so yeah. maybe 
because my hair is nappy or because I was a bit chubby to some extent or uh, just very minor things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, of course, there was a bigger reason to it, but I feel like the two years that one year and a half, two years that we were together was basically a lie because um, during the breakup, cha, the words that were said Ooh. cut so deep. Yeah. That, um, uh. From wow. my body um, to my hair to everything about just me in general. It's not even, and it's like, how do you change yourself? Yeah. Um, because that's you. Yeah. And you can't tell me I've got a fat ass and then like, what do I do? I, there's not much I can do about it. Well, yeah. that led me to then start um, just doing the uttermost exercising, not eating too much and all that. And then later on, it made me become unhealthy and it kind of like my health just dipped, Mm -hmm. uh, became anemic, started losing my hair, got alopecia, basically. Uh, My lips were getting dark and all that. But all that was just because I now there was now an, an image about me that was put in my mind. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I believed it. And so I had to do mm-hmm. everything to try and change that mindset. That, yeah. that mind, yeah. yeah. Wow. No, because I mean, of course, any, I mean, our viewers, our listeners can't see you, but I don't imagine you were actually fat or anything, but in this person's mind, they felt the need to <laughs> tell you that you were fat, which mm-hmm. is just um, ridiculous anyways. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you got out of that. And just the 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 microaggressions, like my hair. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because my hair was nappy or yeah. something like that. It's just like when I look at it now, I can't believe I was part of that. And yeah. sometimes I'm so glad that I am I'm past it now. Yeah, no, that's great. That's good. But like in that moment, it's like okay. You like you said, you can't believe you're a part of that. But at what point did you realize? Wait, there's something wrong with this, with the words that are being said, and these words are affecting my mind. Like, did someone help you realize that, or was it just like a, an awakening? Like, I don't feel great, you know, so I need to move away from this. So basically, it took a while. Um, I, you know, typical first breakups, you don't want to yeah. let go. You're just there latching on to a bone. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't want to let go for a very long time. But I remember one thing that my mother said, um, and, like, she always, always say, said this because my mom's divorced, um, mm-hmm. but now married again. But uh, growing up, she would always be like, always walk away from what doesn't serve you from what doesn't make you happy anymore whenever you see that your happiness is compromised Mm -hmm. walk away from it and don't look back yeah so that just made me to like it just led me to thinking that um I need to actually get myself out of this but for so long it was just such an addiction um that I couldn't get myself past it I think what got me past said was of course that advice and friends friends I remember my friends just being there for me a lot and um yeah especially the two girls I stayed with at that time yeah um they were 
just so present. Um, I remember just like staying in their room for two weeks straight, crying and crying oh, wow. and crying. Yeah. Um, and they'll be like, no, sleep here. Don't even move. It's fine. You know, they just really were there for me. I think another thing was then prayer. I just really immersed myself in yeah. like, prayer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the last thing that helped me get past it was definitely putting myself back out there and getting myself, like getting into other relationships made me realize that that was something that I shouldn't have tolerated. Um, Mm. I know sometimes I want to seem like I got myself out of it. Like, yeah, I walked out of this. I beat it and whatnot. But sometimes it really took like it's a baggage that I carried into the next relationship. And then that person in the next relationship had to like debulk it and tell me that, no, you're like this. I like this about you. You don't mm-hmm. have to. So you I think change it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that as well helps me. And I remember the very first uh, time that it was also an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't worry guys. I don't do <laughs> relationships only. I am free and open to anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, but we should probably mention that you speak both Italian, Portuguese, English, yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but basically being in another relation, I remember the first time that I was like so insecure about showing my hair again, mm. uh, especially after I was now healthy and starting to grow again. And the first time I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a picture and just send it. Yeah. Uh, when I took a picture, sent it, uh, and then of course had a voice call, a video call, and was like, "Look, you actually look amazing. Mm. You don't have to." Ch-. And for me, that just started putting everything into perspective. Yeah, and I was like, "So all along, I'm not the problem. So all along, it's not my fault that I've got kinkier hair or that I'm a bit more, you know." Yeah, yeah, so you're I different. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's not. It's not really my fault. And then yeah. I think the rest just came with time. Uh, uh, like time just brought a lot of healing as well. And I just started opening up to different things about life. But now that I look back at it, it's just like good riddance. And the other day I was actually talking to my friend and she was basically telling me how, I was telling her how every relationship I can say like I can pinpoint how that person helped me grow, mm. but the first relationship I just can't. It's just something that <laughs> yeah acted me down. Yeah, but it's like there's and, a quote um, that says it's like you need to go through. Like when someone hurts you, then you really are able to come out of it and realize the power the of power. yourself. Something like that. 100%. Something along those lines. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, and now I don't think I... I think I have strength to talk about it simply because I'm past it. Mm-hmm. But it took a very, very long time and a lot of loops, just, you know, cycles that I just had to break and get over. Yeah. So, yeah, well, congratulations <laughs> on getting past it and moving forward. That's really awesome. That's yeah. really awesome, yeah. And But, you know, in line with what you just talked about how would you say I mean what advice would you give to someone what would you do differently if someone um if someone asked you or if someone's asking for advice you know discontentment with your body or health and how has that affected your relationships after that 
the advice I would give them is just, I think what really helped me afterwards was just stop and think what you like as a person mm-hmm. because I feel like in relationships we get so lost and so tangled in what that person wants yeah but when you're alone that's when you get to reevaluate yourself and see what you really like about yourself what is it that I enjoy what do I enjoy in my free time um what do I like to do when no one's around what do I like to do when um just small things pay attention to the small details about yourself and that way you get to learn more about yourself such and through learning about yourself you create some form of self-love I Mm, feel Um, I feel like the reason that I did not know the reason as to why I didn't I accepted that was because I was at a phase in my life where I didn't know myself and only now that I know myself can I love myself and can I now be able to walk away from anything that is disrespectful to me so yeah yeah, I feel like that's the advice that I'd give anyone just spend time with yourself get to know yourself yeah that's what you like and what you enjoy yeah that's really good because actually of course during uh, the three months of quarantine that we had um I felt like I got into a lot of self-reflection and journaling and I was like, Oh, why haven't I been doing this all my life? <laughs> like you just, mm-hmm. you just by yourself with your thoughts and there's a lot of self-awareness that I didn't realize like how powerful that could be in just getting to know how you react to different situations and how different I things see. make you feel. Like for me, mine wasn't necessarily in a relationship, but more like, you know, with a boss that seemed kind of, um, negative like or I don't know it was almost like a competition like there was some need to make me feel oh you're not as talented or something like that yeah which I mean it's having stuff like that is kind of frustrating and annoying because on one hand it it, unfortunately it stayed with me for too long and it's not Mm. looking back at it it's not even that big a deal I mean people yeah so much worse but at the same time it was something that's you know now knowing being able to see my achievements and growth since then and what I um I've sort of proven to myself that those things or those um insinuations are just not true you know yeah and so it's also yeah words cut deep and I guess actions too the way in which Mm. people um, treat you can also be Mm. leading as to how what they think about you 100 percent. yeah and And just to add yeah just to add to that like what I find fascinating about all this is the person that says it, says it and goes about their business. Yes, right. No care in and the world. Stuck, <laughs> yes, and yes. Honestly, no care in the world. Yeah. And you're stuck yes and yes, just like with this um, thing, just pulling you backwards because of what some, something or someone said. Mm-hmm. I think the way now that I see everything is I'm just like, look, you don't know me like I know me. So yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's also because I've gotten to know me. So yeah. yeah. No, that's really good. I've gotten to know me. I like that quote. I've gotten mm-hmm. to know me. Yeah. But um, okay. So now, okay, you've moved on in life. Things are going well. I mean, you still have medical school. So that has its mm-hmm. own 
stress or whatever. <laughs> but um, how how have you worked to revalidate yourself? I know that you've already talked about what you've done, how to get getting to know yourself a little bit more. But um, I don't know, like right now and today, what do you do regularly that you would say keeps that motivation going, keeps that good mental health and self-awareness going? Yeah. Um, what would I say keeps me going? Um, like I said, really uh, spending time with myself. I enjoy listening to music a lot. Mm, yeah. It helps me reflect a lot. Now I got into creating stuff. So yeah. because I always notice when I'm studying, oh, this is going to look bad for me. <laughs> but I'm always studying and then just being like huh if we put a light here and do that and do that and get a shot it's gonna look so cool you know what I mean like in my mind I'm constantly creating yeah but I just never put it into action you know what I mean I'm just always like oh too much work too lazy for that you know so I feel like now something that I really enjoy is um, besides listening to music, it's just figuring out certain things and like getting more into photography, mm-hmm. uh, taking a w- I take a walk by myself a lot, just mm-hmm. walk around in circles and stuff like that and just be open to whatever uh, life has to offer. Because, you know, <laughs> my family is always laughing at me because she's like, you literally talk to anyone and everyone. And I'm just like, I don't. Because sometimes like, I met this girl in the bus. Yeah. And now we're like. <laughs> you know, you're like besties. Yeah. Now we're besties. Yeah. And my flatmate was like, but how do you even start talking to these people? I'm just like, I just, just flow. Yeah. Just don't walk out thinking that the world's against you, that people are trying to mm. do some horrible thing to you. Yeah. Just flow. Just you yeah. feel like walking, take a walk. In the walk, you meet someone, talk. Yeah. If you talk to that person, you uh, realize that you bond, connect more. And that's just how I've been li- living my life. And yeah, I think, yeah. What else huh? do I enjoy today? No, that's good because, you know, it's like don't let one bad experience ruin the rest of your life, basically. The rest of your life. Yeah. And the, the way I feel like now I've just changed a lot in terms of like something bad happens. And to a lot of people, they'll really like, like, oh, damn, like, why is this happening to me? Um, For me, lately, I've just become so calm about a lot of things simply because I always just remember that verse. What does it say? Who by worrying mm, can add a day or can something? Add a day or yeah. something yeah, to your life, and I yeah. just always think to myself, like, okay, it's happened. What will I do about it? There's nothing. If it's not something that I can change, then there's honestly nothing I can do about it. So yeah. just having that mentality as well that comes with also prayer and just reading the Bible and stuff but like of that. Of course, yeah, meditating on the Word of God. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm going to mention some phrases, okay? And just tell me what comes to mind or what would be what would be your response if you heard these things today, okay? Okay. Um, okay, the first one, you're not strong enough. The devil is alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm> <laughs> That's a good response, yeah. 
So I get out of here. Like, I'm yeah. really talking to you. you. Ain't talking to me. Yeah. Uh, talking about that, actually, uh, I was talking to my flatmate just a few days ago, and she was telling me about how certain things also just eat her up. And she just got into this habit of writing things down that she's feeling mm-hmm. that are negative. And she reads through them and she's like, this ain't true about me because yeah. I know I am God's most loved child, period. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like it's it just really I really admire how she uh she tackles things and for me like I'm also learning from from that experience yeah yeah awesome that's really good okay the next one you're too skinny oh my word <laughs> Do you guys <laughs> I just don't have a response for this one. okay I'm too skinny what would I tell you if you tell me I'm too skinny uh I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. Yeah. In the image of God. Please. Yeah. Like my body is right for me, you know. For me. Yeah. So yeah. Your hair is too loud. I mean everyone has heard this one. <laughs> Honestly, I have. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even say anything. I'd whip the hair in their face. <laughs> That's exactly what I'll do. It's like yes, and so what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My hair is the same. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Last one. You know, mm-hmm. someone says something that they probably shouldn't say, and they go, "Oh, it was just a joke." Oh, I get those a lot. I ch- <laughs> I check it there and then. I just yeah take it there and then because I feel like jokes always have some truth to it mm-hmm. so no yeah. I think once in my life let me just say this in the past I feel like a lot of the like when people always said oh no this is just a joke I actually just used to be like okay it's a joke laugh about it even though it hurt my feeling mm-hmm. but I think that now um, I've learned not to comply to a lot of things it's just like if it doesn't make you happy say it then then yeah if it wasn't a joke to you oh this happened the other day sorry no go ahead yeah <laughs> it happened the other day that we were walking the street and there were guys that I was walking with my friends but they're younger than me they're basically cat calling and stuff like that oh and, god yeah yeah and after some time like you know just joking and like they're like oh no you can laugh I was like, look, I looked at them. I was like, I'm not obliged to laugh because you think it's funny. I have my own sense of humor. This is not funny to me. So please stop. Yeah. And I feel like I could say that. And I was with girls that are younger than me. They're like, oh, Tofina, oh my gosh. I was like, no, for now, you probably can't say it. But like certain things, if it makes you uncomfortable, say it and don't, don't even waste time. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. yeah, well, that's really wonderful. I mean, so in just concluding thoughts, you know, why do you think words are effective in damaging people's confidence? I mean, technically, if you're a confident person, right, then mm-hmm. you should just be able, I mean, I guess it's with training and just teaching yourself how to just sort of speak up, tell someone, you know, this is not okay and move on. Yeah. But, you know, every once in a while, there's still that 
word or that person or something that may be said that you just feel like, Ugh, why is this bothering me right now? You know? Yeah, I still go through that. Yeah. I think that words since before time have been something that they're just powerful in general because if we think about how the world was created, it was mm-hmm. through word. Yeah. So yeah. the power of one word is so deep and mm-hmm. what makes you think that a thousand years later, there are things that were said in the past that are still coming to fruition now through a mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. There are things that uh, came into existence through a word. Mm-hmm. And so what makes you think that by you saying saying something you won't bring a certain insecurity into existence because you said it to someone so i personally think words cut deep just simply because going back into biblical form and how god functions he functions Mm -hmm. through word we're beings that um we're beings that resemble we, we resemble god therefore every word that comes out of our mouth can Mm -hmm. either destroy Mm -hmm. or lift up yeah exactly or bring something to fruition so we just need to be careful i personally feel that that's why words cut deep yeah yeah just because that's just who we are as people and our words carry as much as we don't want them to carry weight yeah yeah Um, and that's just how it is yeah no i totally agree it's like yeah as much as we don't want words to carry weight it does but i guess the the trick is just learning how to overcome those things and overcoming them quickly, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because if you do, it's not that, just want to say this, it's not that once you become confident, you don't, like words don't get to you. It's just now that you're confident, you kind of just brush things off a lot. And I think that's why I appreciate certain, a lot of, I'm someone that I like to document everything. Like every small thing, I'm taking like a picture, I'm taking a picture because there's going to come a time in life where I'm going to be down. And going back to those things, I'll be like, oh, this is going to bring me back up. So I personally feel like um, it's really important to just have ways to cope. For me, it's just the basic things in life. Like I'm with friends and stuff like that. every now and then I capture these special moments and I'm like, okay, one day when I'm sitting in my room, I'm just going to look at this and start laughing. And my day is going to be way better than it is now. So, yeah, I think just keep all the small. I know also certain people don't like to receive compliments because it kind of makes them awkward or something like that. I personally also just like when someone compliments me can be on anything. I just keep that as okay, one day when I feel like I'm not, not that good enough, I'll bring that little box of mine in my mind that, mm-hmm. oh, this yeah. person said this about me or this person said that that about me, a positive, um, like a positive word. So uh, surround yourself with people that encourage you and just keep these positive things, small positive, even if it's just a compliment. I personally feel like compliments are so important. Yeah. If you know me, I'm always... I'm gas at 2.0. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll gas you up. Like the hype uh, lady. Yeah. I will yeah. hype you <laughs> Because I, like, one day when you're feeling down, I want you to remember, like, nah, the way Delphina hyped me, I am, I am, 
eat. Yeah. Because so yeah. that's how I feel when people compliment me. I keep it to myself and I'm just like, you know, one day I'm not going to feel good about my hair, but I'll remember that Edima said my hair is nice and I'll just yeah. keep it to myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so awesome. That's really awesome. Well, thank you so much for this very insightful interview. I feel like I've learned so much just listening to these stories again. I'm probably going to listen to it over and over <laughs> after, <laughs> after this interview. Um, but do you have any final words to say to the listeners or any extra thoughts that you wanted to put out there? No, I just wanted to say thank you for for having me. Honestly, it's good that I can talk about this because I don't know the last time I actually spoke about uh, my first relationship and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But now that I'm past it, I'm so happy and I'm so yeah. glad that I'm past it. And whoever is listening to this, like you are it you are it yeah it there's no one like you there's no one better than you and look there could be someone that you know looks like you but they're not they're not you yeah they're not you yeah you are you and and you're beautiful that's just all i have to say wow thank you very much for that and with that we're going to end the interview thank you so much dorita Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This is On My Way to Confidence, a personal thought dialogue as I embark on becoming more confident. Tune back in for the next episode. Thank you.